podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Welcome to For the Love Pomegranate Podcast with your host Paddy and Neil. As always, we're back to you again. There isn't too much going on today, but to be honest with you, we had to come on because uh, we were a bit hot under the collar. A small bit of ire entered into our uh, our vicinity today um, upon the announcement of uh, Gareth Southgate's most recent English uh, English squad. And while we are absolutely over the moon for Tyrone Mings, can't help but feel sorry for Jack Grealish, I think, in a situation like this. And myself and Jack, Paddy just wanted to hop on to have a little quick chat about it and see, you know, and, and, and kind of just get it out of our system. Because to be honest with you, if I was to mention this to the missus, uh, there's, uh, I, I'll just get stonewalled at it. And I need somebody to come back and challenge me <laughs> in case I might be wrong on my thinking. But Paddy... How are you doing, first of all? And secondly, is it, a, is it a bit of abomination that Jack wasn't selected for the for, for Gareth Southgate squad um, today? Well, I suppose first off, I'm doing well. Neil, thanks for asking. Um, an abomination, I suppose, you know, we're, we're looking at it with, with two caps on, really, because obviously the two of us are Irish. Mm-hmm. And the most disappointing part from our point of view and I'm sure it'll probably be very unusual stance for our, our English listeners to be listening to. Um, number one, personally, I'm very disappointed for Jack himself because yeah. I know what he can do. I know he's capable of, of playing at that level. There's no doubt in my mind that, uh, you know, if, if he'd have continued playing for Ireland, we would have built a team around him and he probably would have had close on, if not more than 50 caps at this stage. I've no doubt about that whatsoever. As a result, you know, he, he chose England. All of these years have passed. Um, there's no there's no logic or, or any um, reason to to not pick and jack because he plays for Aston Villa, considering that Tyrone Mings gets a call up, Phillips gets a call up, you know, and there's some bang average players in there. And I mean that in the nicest possible way, but Jack, Harry Winks... Yeah, it's not fit to lace Jack Grealish's boots. I don't care what anyone says. So uh, it it just it justifies logic on, on on the only thing that you know. And I tweeted it earlier, um, and I got a few uh, messages back on. You're probably on the money. The only reason I can see that Jack isn't starting for England is that the manager doesn't like him, and I don't know whether that's as a player or personally or what it is. But I just think it's incredibly sad for a player of that quality not to be playing international football. Well, even if you just look at the clear, cold facts of, of the matter, of what Jack Grealish has achieved, you know, 184 shot creating chance, uh, created 100, 184 shot creating actions is what it's called, which is first in the Premier League last year. Nobody else in all of the Premier League 
uh, affected the game to that level. Um, I know we're going to talk about fouls because look, it is so he's so much of an outlier in that aspect. That 167 fouls, we know uh, at international level that set pieces are king. You know, it's like a lot of teams park the bus behind behind mm-hmm. the ball, especially if you're playing a, a team that's uh, not likely to beat you. You know, and with England. You know, a lot of teams will go out to just try and, and to go, go towards damage limitation or frustrate them into a one-all draw and they'll all draw. You know, creating chances, getting getting goal chances from, from set pieces is very, very important. And 167 fouls was far and away more than Wilfred Zaha um, had last year. So that's another one, number one in the league. 91 chances created. Once again, first in the league again. Amongst English players, this is, I must, I must add. It's amongst English players. Obviously, Kevin De Bruyne had more chances created, but he can't play for England, and I hope I don't need to have to spell yeah. that one out. Um, <laughs> 79 <laughs> passes into the box, which was second of all English players last year. Uh, 73 successful take-ons, which was, which was third of all English players. And he had six assists, which was the fourth highest of all English players last year. So, and that's the thing that gets me. You mentioned Calvin Phillips there, and there's a lot of people on Twitter that have a problem with Calvin Phillips getting in there because Southgate said he needs pre- the Jack needed Premier League experience last year. I don't mind Calvin Phillips being in there because he is a defensive midfielder. He's going to put his foot in the ball. He's going to, and he can, and he can play it forward. But you also mentioned Harry Winks, and like I have a, I have a problem with Harry Winks being in there, and I have a problem with some of the some of the other midfielders that are in there, like. They're too static and slow and ponderous. James Ward-Prowse is in there to take freeze. So this is another thing. You have you bring James Ward-Prowse because of his delivery, but you don't bring the guy who's going to win more freeze than anybody else uh, in the Premier League. So exactly. Yeah, it's it's just it, there's not a lot of joined up thinking. Um, I think if you bring bring Jack Grealish into the fold against, uh, I think it's against Finland and, gosh, I can't think of the other. Is it Finland? Uh, no, that's the, Finland. We're, we're, we're playing Finland. There. That's the, that's our there are uh, <laughs> our fixtures. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Jack should be playing against Finland. Um, <laughs> but if you bring it in and you, if you bring him in for these two games, you know, get him acclimatized to it. I think it's uh, it was the perfect time to bring him in. Uh, but look, he hasn't he hasn't been selected, and he's going to have to suck it up. And you know, this is another thing as well, Paddy. Do you think if he was playing with Man City, that he would have got into that team? Um, short answer is no. Yeah. No, I don't. It, that doesn't hold any logic now, you know, with, with the likes of, you know, they're not telling the likes of our other friend, uh, name escapes me, the forgotten him already, De- Declan Rice. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. not telling him to move to Man City, yeah. yet he's going to be starting every game for, for England. Um, they're not telling Jaden Sancho what he needs to do you know, Trippier's playing in Spain. Um, Nick Pope at Burnley. You know, God knows that there's a couple of teams up at the top of the league that are looking for a steady hand in yeah. goals. But like, there's just, it just, well, look, as I said, it's not it's not a big deal to me being no. being an Irishman. It's more it's more annoyance that, you know, we, we could have benefited from having him there. Plus, a player of that quality deserves to be playing international football. And that's what I'm most annoyed about at the, mo- at the moment. Um there's also, you know, I, I'm under the, the from from what I learned when when he declared for England, was that he couldn't come back. Were you of that impression as well? 
I, I don't know, Paddy. I, I was always of the opinion that once he didn't play a game, he could come back. That you know, you only make your declaration for a company, a country. But uh, I don't know. I'm sure there is some bylaw or some some sort of uh, paragraph or caveat passage within the rules that say that once you declare, and maybe if you make, you, maybe maybe the declaration is a written submission to FIFA to say that yes, I wish to switch allegiances. But I don't know whether it works from a point of view of the fact that he only played underage with Ireland, and then um, he was still under 21 when he had uh, when he made his declaration of allegiance and 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 changed. Yeah. Can he still now come back, or is it only one once you're over a certain age? Because but I'm sure there are some a lot of legal parameters and. And, and so on with regards to that but um yeah it's a it's 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 it'd be an interesting one i don't think there's any way he does come back and play for ireland because he's already hated enough in the premier league as it is and he takes pelters off opposing fans and i think he could be sitting down as well and he could go you know what my um my uh, earning potential as well you know our our, our company's going to stay with me from an image rights point of view. Now, look, I'm just kind of floating that one out there. Um, but it may not make financial sense for him to, to move back to Ireland either, But if, even if he can do it. But, like, this is even more frustrating now, Paddy. This is pissing me off even more. Harry Maguire, according, I would say, allegedly, seemingly, and everything else, according to Martha Kellner, who is a sports correspondent of Sky News and formerly of the Gar- sport, formerly the Guardian's chief sports reporter, sports journalist of the year 2017, has just re- just reported that Harry Maguire was found guilty of aggravated assault, resisting arrest, and repeated attempts of bribery. And Harry Maguire is playing, uh, and, and it's just come up now in Sky News. So Harry Maguire is playing, is, will be playing centre half for England. And so if it is any of the off-field transgressions that we're going to say about Jack Grealish, maybe it was, maybe the crash in the car. It's not about lockdown. Uh, what you call him? Kyle Walker is in the team. It's not he about the same thing. Yeah, exactly. It's not about being a, it's not about that time back in Tenerife when he had, when he got, got pissed drunk and he stayed out. There's lots of players there on that team that have gone out and got pissed drunk. You know, um, yeah. it's not about anything like that. You've got Raheem Sterling, who's, who was in Jamaica, you uh, say Bolt's uh, party. And you send both test positive for, for coronavirus and Sterling is in the squad. So it's, it's, it's still not even been confirmed if he has to go yeah. into forced isolation and so on with regards to this. So it has to just be a dislike for the player, for his playing style and, and, and whatever it is. And for me, it's kind of, it's kind of silly because uh, he's kind of cutting off his nose to spite his face. And, and if he doesn't have the tactical flexibility, so get or if he doesn't have the, the kind of the, the, the common sense, I suppose, to be able to fit a player like Jack Grealish into your team, um, you know, then questions I'm sure would have to be asked about him. But as I say, it's not anything to do. I I, I don't have any problem with any of the with any of the the, the players as such. I, I just don't think Harry Winks is very good. Um, I have no problem with Kevin Phillips being there. I've no problem. I don't with think Declan I don't Rice think Eric Dyer is very good either. I don't think Eric yeah. Dyer is capable of playing in a in a squad. But like I remember having a conversation with a few guys in Birmingham around that this decision was being made by Jack. And we mentioned a few players, the likes of Andros Townsend and the like, that have just came in being the next best thing and then bombed out by a manager. Yeah. I think it's just prime examples. The manager doesn't like you. You're not getting back in there. And mm-hmm. you, you fall out of favour with, with England. It affects your confidence. Everything changes. You know, if, you, if you're playing right full, centre half, left back, chances are you're there for the next 12 or 13 years as a, as a, a full international but for a player like Jack, the next big thing comes along and he's blown out and he's just not, he's just not, I just can't see 
how he's going to get in there under Gareth Southgate at this stage. So it's going to take at least till the next competition for a failure from England for him to be sacked because he's the darling of, of, English, of, of English football at the moment because they did so well at the previous competition. But as we all know, you're only one competition away from, uh, from losing your job. But that's a long way off in, in the career of Jack Grealish. And where, where it doesn't work for Aston Villa is, is he asking himself the question, do I need to be playing for Man United or Man City? And that's what's worrying me, that this will have a knock-on effect for, for, um, for our club in that he's forced to leave because... He yeah, I think this, if anything, this, this squad would reaffirm the fact he doesn't need to with the likes exactly, of Harry, yeah. with Danny Ings being picked, as you mentioned, Trippier, um, mm-hmm. a couple of more players there that are, that are in and around, uh, like it's, 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 it's an interesting one. I can understand he's probably going to turn around Southgate and say, I've got my creativity in Phil Ford and Mason Mount, but they're just different types of players again to Jack Grealish, you know? And I suppose really of all the players that are there, Mason Mount is the one that gets the buzz and the hype from playing with a Chelsea because he's English. Um, he's a good player, but Jack Grealish is a better player than him. Slightly different, different types of players. But statistically, there's no... There's no uh, comparison between the two. And look, that's fine as well. As I say, I, I, I know that Southgate will be able to, in his heart to heart, sit down and justify the selections he made. But yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting one to see what way they go. Uh, and, and what, you know, if there's a there's a backlash, not just from Villa fans, there's a backlash from every type of a fan, it seems to be. Yeah. Uh, every fan that's able to look past uh, Jack Grealish as a dirty diver. Uh, which, which is, is has been proven to be incorrect anyway, as it is. Uh, so every other type of fan that's, that's able to look past that seems to be up in arms about this. Um, but look, as I say, it's not really our fight, to, our, our fight to fight. It's just it's an interesting one. It's frustrating for him. He deserves the recognition. He was the best uh, English uh, midfielder, creative midfielder, statistically in the Premier League last year and he just doesn't get the plaudits and it seems to be that everybody just lines up to kick him from pillar to post but when he deserves something no one wants to give him any recognition and that's a bit unfair you know it's I just think it's yeah. it's unfair Paddy yeah. well, my only worry my only worry is the ramifications I hope I hope from you know we, we all know what agents can do so if an agent wants to spin this that, that Jack needs to go and such and such said you need to do this and all that kind of stuff um, that that's my worry that we, we lose Jack because of uh, Gareth Southgate Gareth Southgate's pig-headedness. Because I don't think anyone who anyone with a, a logical football mind would be leaving Jack Grealish out of that squad. Mm, I don't think so either. Paddy, will we see anyone come in the door this week? Um, it's hard to tell. Um, they don't seem to be in too much of a hurry anywhere except Chelsea. Seem to be linked with people left, right, and centre, but. Uh, and the rest, as I said, it's a, they don't they call it the manage the merry-go-round of transfers because it takes it takes one to have the knock-on effect and players to be replaced and you know um, I still think there's a little bit of um, pre-season training that an awful lot of teams away a lot of teams in Scotland ourselves are in Wales mm. so you know I, I think when that all calms down next next week. That we'll we'll start to see the the uh, the checkbooks being opened and a little bit of movement in in that department, but um, yeah, I'd I'd prefer to see it happening sooner rather than later, that we yeah. can get them in and, and and get them training together and playing a few behind closed doors games together. 
Yeah, and it'll be interesting, as I say. I remember last year there was kind of a there was a flurry at times. They all, it was like London buses. There was two or three came at the one time. Um, I remember when I was away last year, and you had Tom Heaton, Douglas Louise, and Trezeguet all signed. Like I think one day after each other. I think like it wouldn't the space of five days. They yeah. were all signed. I think I could be wrong on that, but I remember those three signings uh, in in short space of time. So hopefully we see something like that. Uh, it doesn't matter as long as we get them in. I think. Uh, it's like get them in soon, should I say, and at least get them a week or two to, to acclimatize. It's going to be a bit different, I think, as well, because Douglas Luiz came from Spain. He hadn't really played with Man City. His English wasn't great. I think if we are getting an Ollie Watkins or, a Sa- or, or Ben Rama, they're obviously going to be playing in English, England, yeah. speaking English. So, so there's bits and pieces there that are different to last year, and there's different idiosyncrasies. And I think, I think that uh, you know, getting them in, getting them two weeks in to try and gel with the team, or three weeks in to gel with the team, considering we have an extra week than everybody else is going to be pivotal um, but other teams aren't making signings anyway either so it's uh it, it I'd, i i'd say if you were if of of any year this is the year to take transfer deadline day off work uh because i think that there will be a, a an absolute slew of signings because people will just because of the abridged nature of the season so um get i think, the, I think get there'll the be a lot of panic, a lot of panic come the end although there'll be an awful lot of games played before the, the transfer window ends so It'll be uh, particularly interesting to see how it pans out, given the differences. What, four weeks, four weeks of games. Um, yeah, so it's it's mid mid October, isn't it? I think yeah, I think something something like the fifth of October, the thirteenth yeah. of October, something like that rings up in my mind. Yeah, it yeah. could be. So Plus, uh, we don't want to be waiting until that length of time and have international matches getting in the way of. Yeah, doing those international matches, there is a break there, isn't there, in October? So. Mm-hmm. October, November, there's like there's a break, then there's two weeks of games back, and then there's another another uh, international break again. I mm-hmm. think, uh, from memory, but yeah, we'll see who comes in the door. There's been a couple of new names that have been mentioned, like uh, Omar Kali from um, centre half from from Sampdoria. I know little to nothing about him, so I'm not going to sit here and pontificate about him. All I know is he's a big boy, uh, big, and and a lot of the centre halves were being were being linked to it. Seemed to be big, strapping, strong men. So. Uh, yeah, there was him, and I uh, don't think there was any. There was too many more. There was Kieran Trippier, all right, that was mentioned, but that was debunked today by uh, I think it was Martin Lawrence uh, today. Um, yeah, uh, debunked that and just said it was just a tentative inquiry more so than anything else. Um, but yeah, so hopefully we get some names in this week, and uh, we've got some more news to bring you. I suppose if 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 that is the case during the course of the week. Um, but yeah, I think that's really going to wrap it up for today, Paddy. Is there anything else that you had in your mind with regards to Villa? No, that's that's about it. It's just a disappointment on on, on Jack Grealish's shoulders, I can imagine. So, um, for what it's worth, he sh- he should be in that team, and disappointment yeah. for ourselves because he he could as easily have been in in our Ireland team. So, I think that's the overriding emotion for me today. But uh, yeah, disappointed for him because no, there's no doubt he deserves it. Yeah, exactly. Look, you know, as I say, who knows? Uh, who knows what'll happen in the future from future um, squad announcements and so on. But uh, yeah, it's okay. Just didn't pick him for this one. Maybe he picks him for the next one. I don't know. As I say, it's not our fight to fight. But uh, I just think the recognition for the kid is uh, uh, for or for Jack himself, should I say, is. Um, and I think it's about time he starts getting recognised. And that is with my claret and blue glasses on. I do know that, but um, it definitely is time that he gets recognised because he's a good player. And uh, you know, he's if he's still paying for tra- past transgressions after that holiday to Tenerife, well then you know that's what that's five years ago. Mm. Come on, 
give it a break. Um, yeah, so as always, you can find Paddy on at Villa Paddy on Twitter. You can find me on at Love McGrath Pod. Uh, you can find the podcast at any good podcast provider. Uh, thank you so much to everybody who's given us a five-star rating and who has given us a written review on Apple Podcast. If you do listen on Apple Podcast, if you could spare the time to give us a five-star rating and a written review, it really makes a massive difference. Um, I don't know what way the algorithm works, but it's, it, it makes a huge difference and it really helps us out. But, so if you could do that, it'd be fantastic. Also, if you listen on Spotify, if, there's that, if that opportunity is there, we would love to hear from you there also. Um, so thanks, everybody, as always, for listening. Uh, we are three weeks away from the start of the Premier League season. Uh, well, four weeks away for us, I suppose, really. Um, so there isn't really much more left to say then. Hopefully we get some signings in this week. And up the villa. Up the villa. Network.